Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Life Coach BFF show. This is BFF Heather, and episode 35 is about to crank up. I'm so happy that you're joining me. I don't know about you, but I've been buzzing around getting our youngest two ready to go back to school. Moved our second daughter, our LP2, into an apartment, our college student. And now I need another vacation. Are you feeling the same? Maybe you are helping with your grandchildren or you're still somewhere basking in the sun by the pool or the ocean drinking a margarita. If you are, please don't tell me today because I am like a duck. I am paddling as fast as I can underwater trying to get everybody everything that they need. So this too shall pass. BFF, I have a special back-to-school treat for you. Today, Memphis artist Katie Toombs is joining me. She is lovely in every sense of the word, and I cannot wait for you to hear her unpack her story. She speaks about her struggles as a young married couple to making her way as a successful artist. You can find her prints in Hobby Lobby and Kirkland's, and her originals are in designer shops across the U.S. She also does private commissions, so you're going to want to know more about how to get in touch with Katie, and I'm going to tell you right now. Her website is www.katietombs.com. It's K-A-T-I-E. Tombs is T-O-O-M-B-S dot com. Or become friends with her and connect on Instagram, Katie Tombs Fine Art. She is a busy mother of four, but Katie has found a way to make it all happen. So sit back and enjoy as we visit with Katie Toombs. Yay, Katie! I'm so glad to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for coming on today. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. This has been a long time coming, Katie. I know. <laughs> and a lot has happened since a we lot. first discussed this. You're exactly right. Oh my gosh. It's been a really long time coming. Yep. Yes. And I have to tell you, this is so funny. So I was in a shop, a lady's shop the other day, and your gorgeous painting was hanging on the wall. And she said, oh, are you familiar with Katie's work? And I said, I am. And she smiled and she wanted to tell me all about you. And I said, she had already said, oh, I follow your podcast. Oh, good. It was so sweet and kind of her Uh to say, but she wanted to launch in and tell me everything about you. And I said, oh, please don't, because that's what I've told everybody. When people mention you, I'm like, please don't tell me anything about Katie, because I want to hear it all firsthand. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's really cool. It's funny that she ran into you and then you were about to have me on. What a crazy small world. It was so bizarre. It was, I can't even tell you how bizarre it was, but anyway, it was all meant to be and we're here. And so I want to know, first of all, about your art background, because you are incredibly talented. Well, thank you. Um, it's funny. I, when people ask me this, this is where I just kind of chuckle because I don't, <laughs> I didn't go to school for art. I didn't plan this as a career or anything like that. Um, I was always interested in drawing when I was a kid. 
I would sit around and, you know, if there was a rainy day or nothing to do, I would just sit and sketch. And so I fell in love with that at an early age. And um, it's just, as I got older, I kept drawing, kept doing stuff, took art all through high school. I never took a painting class though, which is really funny to me. Um, so never took a painting class, just would draw and do that kind of thing. Um, in college, I did not take any art. I think my, I think my uh, class, I think I took music appreciation, which was, I took piano in high school. So I was like, oh, this will be easy. I think I got a D. <laughs> it was terrible. I should have totally taken art, but I did not. Um, and then I didn't do any art. I didn't do anything art related for years and years and years. My husband kept telling me, you really should try painting. And I was like, I don't really want to, I was, I was very reluctant. Like I tell people I fell into this by accident because I was very, just didn't really want anything to do with it, which is weird. Um, but I ended up, gosh, I think I was 30 because I was pregnant with my third and a friend asked me to paint something for her dining room. And so, and it was just this very simple you know, cause I had no painting background. I had no idea how to draw. It's a completely different beast. Um, and so I was like, oh gosh, do I have to, please don't, like it, if it looks bad, you can throw it in the trash, you know? And she was like, oh, please do it. You'll, you'll be great. And so I did it. I think I charged her like 40 bucks. She provided the canvas and I did the painting and I was just so <laughs> nervous about it. And, and then another friend was like, oh, I brought it up to work. We worked together. She was like, oh, I want one. And I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, do you? Okay. I was like, I guess I'll do it. So, so where were you working at the time? What were you doing? At the time? I was a Mother's Day Out um, teacher. And okay. So it was one of those jobs where I could go and take my kids. That's why I did it because I wanted a job where I could go and take them. And I mean, not in my wheelhouse at all. And actually I ended up I am it, it just cracks me up because I am not a like I am not like a little kid teacher I don't even know but um <laughs> it was one of those things that God put in my path when my kids were little right I could take them with me and make some extra money for our family and of course you know we needed the extra money and my husband kept like you should paint you should paint wives just listen to your husbands it makes life so much easier if I'd have been painting I mean <laughs> back then it would have been just better for me but anyway everything works out the way it's supposed to um but yeah so we were Mother's Day Out teachers together so um anyway yeah that's that's kind of how it got started and then after that it was like people just randomly kept asking me for art and I was like okay and they were like could you do this can you try this I was like okay sure I mean it was very like I did not win and then finally it just got to the point where I was like okay I need to I need to like maybe capitalize on this a little bit you know I need to, people keep asking me maybe there's something there I need to like right. doing it so it just kind of turned into a thing and um and then I actually started trying to like promote myself I went to a couple of different stores to see if I could maybe sell there and anyway it just kind of did that and the ball started rolling and there we are. That's amazing. Well, you are everywhere. I mean, even the Vesta Home Show was it last year I walked into a laundry room and I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. Yeah. And then I see Katie. I'm like, of course. Oh, yes. I, that was a fun project. That was really fun and very different for me. It was, um, it was really cool. Becca Gaines asked me to do that and she's talented. 
uh, designer and I just love her and that was cool because I've never done it and it kind of pushed me outside of my little comfort zone so yes yes okay so tell me more tell me more about this business so you got started and so what what was going on at the time your husband he just said okay now this is taken over I can see that this would be a good thing for you to leave and you know join your uh-huh. your hustle full time so yeah. God. What, what was going on at that time? So I guess, um, yeah, it's so funny. You know, you think back to like, that was just 12 years ago and I, it feels like a lifetime ago. I'm like, what was going on back then? That was like another <laughs> lifetime ago. Um, so we, okay. My husband is a pilot and okay. so pilots, we, we went about it. I call it the hard way because we did not go through military. We went total civilian. Uh, we paid our way through. It was, I mean, talk about broke. We had, you know, those first flying jobs. I mean, anyone out there that's listening to this, if you love someone who wants to be a pilot, if it's your significant other, your son, whatever, that first flying job, he made $11,000 a year. Oh, income. Okay. So, and this is when I wasn't painting. And that's why he's like, why weren't you doing this when we had no money? And we were poor, 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 poor. Now, how many children did you have at the time? At the time when he had that first flying job, we had one. So she was, um, she was a baby. And that, that will barely pay for diapers, formula, and wipes. Oh, and look, and he, we were too proud to get government assistance. We totally applied, like we should have applied for, we easily, we, uh, we qualified, you know? Right. um, Yeah. I feel like this is a side that people don't know about me because it's like, you see people today and where they are and you just don't know um, their background. But um, I mean, we were broke. We lived in Huntsville, Alabama. This is a not funny. It's funny now. It's really not funny. Um, but we, we had lived there for a couple of, well, a, a few days he had left for work. We had a baby, right? She was nine months old. I'm totally getting off topic. Um, but it's just, a, it's a fact about me. Um, yeah. so I was sitting there late at night, putting her to bed and I hear this noise and I'm like, what is, what is that? I go into the living room of this apartment, which to call it an apartment, it was basically like, I don't know, termites holding hands. We couldn't afford anything, you know, it was like bad, (laughs) sketchy people around. I mean, I'm like, where have you got me living? I'm sure my parents were like, oh, this is great. Um, So I hear this noise and I go in the living room. There's a fire outside our window. And so, um, anyway, I am scrambling, I'm freaking out, grabbing my baby, the dog, like everybody's oh my goodness. for work. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole nother thing, but yeah, but God used that to, we luckily had renter's insurance and God, we got a paycheck from all the stuff that we lost in the fire. Thankfully I escaped with my life, my daughter's life, my dog, God protected us through that. But all that to say, there had been some trauma we were broke. There was some trauma. Um, this is kind of what we were living in at the time. And then it was years later that I finally just started, you know, decided to start painting, but all that to say, I'm totally lost. You're fine. Listen, Katie, I'm listening to you right now. I'm listening uh-huh. to you. And I'm thinking about my husband, when he was in dental school, we were so broke that we could not even afford meat. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Seriously. We could not afford me. And I had taken, we had had a little shizu at the time Mm -hmm. and I had taken her and while we had, we should not have even had a pet. I I can't even believe it. Oh no, I know. Like, why did we think a dog was a good idea? (laughs) 
her to that be at an expense. That's a great oh, idea. Oh yes, I t- and and here's the deal. I took her to get groomed, mm-hmm. and. I could not even afford to get my own hair cut. I was going to JCPenney's to get like a $12 cut, but I took this dog to be groomed. It was 30-something dollars. They took, they had some photographer there one day, took pictures of her, these portraits. And when my husband went with me to pick her up, they had this huge portrait that could go, I can't remember what size, it was well over an 11 by 14 that could go over your mantle. And I got upset with him because he would not let me buy the portrait to go over the mantle of our dog. He's like, we can't even have hamburgers and you get a portrait of the dog over the mantle. <laughs> I relate to everything. Right? Oh my gosh. Yes, that is hilarious. Well, I get it. Yeah. Well, we were broke for many years. And so yeah, he was a pilot. We we didn't we were struck, which is why I ended up getting the job, you know, at the Mother's Day Out place to help kind of pay for things. And then um, to get back into like my path with art, um, I went to I was invited to a paint party. You know, remember when paint parties were like yes. rage? Yes. I don't remember what year this was, but it must have been right before I don't know, sometime around when I started painting. And so went to a paint party with a friend and we were still, you know, we were making more money at that time, but not, you know, it was nothing that, you know, nothing great. And I was, I remember looking around the room and I knew how much money I had paid to be there. Okay. And I was just looking around and I was like counting people and I was like, she's making bank. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I could tell people what to do. I could like walk them through a painting. Like, why can't I do this? And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm, I'm total Enneagram three, by the way. I don't know if you're into that, but I'm uh, so into it. I'm okay, so yeah. into I, it. I'm actually, we don't really know what I am. I, every, every time I take it, like 50% of the time I get a one and the other 50%, I get a three. And so they're very neck and neck. And I just don't really know what to call myself. I don't know. But anyway, I can see both. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think at the core, I'm probably a one with just a lot of three, but uh-huh. wing, oh, three wing, isn't that that yeah, yeah. Or wing three or yeah. Um, but anyway, so I was looking around the room. I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm starting tomorrow. Like I'm doing, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm doing this. And so I started tomorrow. <laughs> so I went home, made a little plan, came up with a name, did all this stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm going to like, just put this out there and see so I started doing it and I mean, it took off. It was like crazy. So I was doing paint parties all the time. It was crazy. And so God totally provided that way um, for me to make some extra money. And then I was also painting on the side. So I remember, I remember telling my husband specifically, probably like a year into the paint party thing. I was like, man, I, if I could sell, if I could sell my art and make more money selling my art than paint parties I would have made it because I remember thinking that's never going to happen like I will never I will never sell enough art to like quit doing this little side thing and I think I was still work I can't remember if I was still working at the Mother's Day Out place at this point I think I was I think I was just like oh yes income coming in from everywhere this is great I understand Um, yeah and so um yeah so I was just doing the paint parties hustling whatever and then like slowly people, it, it's funny. I I've got my coffee in my hand slowly. The, the money, like the art started taking off more and more and more and more. 
And I think the more I did the paint parties, the more people were like, oh, you paint, whatever. And I started selling at more stores and doing this and that. And eventually uh, sold the paint party business to a friend and started painting full time. So um, it actually, yeah. The that day is I did fabulous. Oh, like, so yeah, that's kind of like my history there and um, how it all kind of came about. So uh, yeah, I couldn't believe like the day I was able to do that and just paint the whole time. I was like, wow, I've, I've made something of myself. Here I am like just painting. So I was really proud of that. But yeah, that's, that's kind of fantastic. Well, let me ask you this too. There's so many things that I want to ask you. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I feel like because every once in a while, someone would slip up and say, tell me something about you. And I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan. Does oh, that yes. tie into your story? Because I feel like someone yes. mentioned, I don't know if they, if they said, oh, you're a Dave Ramsey fan. So is Katie or, you know, and, I, and every time somebody mentioned you, I just shut them down. That's great. I politely oh. shut them down because I tell, I'm a huge Dave Ramsey dork because my face just lit up when you said his name. <laughs> I, I love him. I mean, I, I listen, this is how long I have listened to him since he had VHS tapes out when we first finished dental oh, school. Oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I wish I had been listening to him back when he had VHS tapes because <laughs> I just wouldn't like hit myself over the head. Like, why didn't you do this sooner? And it's funny my husband is who introduced me to Dave Ramsey in the first place. And this was, I mean, gosh, if I could go back in time and like redo, like if I, if we had just decided then to do Dave Ramsey early in our marriage, we've been married for 20 years now. Oh my gosh. I'm like, we would have been so far ahead. Maybe, you know, like the difficult times wouldn't have been so difficult because every dollar would have had a name. name yeah. but, um, man, I love Well, that. I mean, we're all, I haven't been perfect. You know, the perfect yeah. Dave Ramsey fan. I right. mean, there, it's, it's been in cycles. So, but I'm a huge fan. Oh, love yes. him. And I yes. do follow mm-hmm. what he teaches. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, do you kind of want me to go into that a little I bit? I would love to hear about it. I always love to hear Dave Ramsey stories. Uh, so it's funny. I am such a weirdo with, I have the art side of me, but I have like this, I love finance and all of that stuff side of me too. So I love like, I'm like the family accountant. I sit and crunch the numbers. I make the budget. My husband comes to the budget meetings Yes, and I lay it all out for him. Uh, so I think it was, it's funny. I was just telling someone this last night. I cannot remember. I think it was three years ago. We finally like, you know, Dave will say like, quit doing like Dave ish stuff, quit doing right. like half plan. And that's what we did for years. And I remember we would be like, because, you know, we went the civilian route with the, with the pilot thing and we paid for, I want to say the first year or two out of savings. Cause we'd saved a ton of money up until that point. And thankfully, um, but then the money ran out. And so he had to continue, you know, it's a, it's expensive to get all this stuff that these pilots yes. have to get. And so we took out a flight school loan. We had, I mean, it was the only, they would be like, it wasn't the only way as I'm saying that. I'm like, okay, at the time it felt like the only way. <laughs> it accelerated our plan, okay? Yes. <laughs> um, so we took out a loan for that. And then the years of being broke, having nothing. I mean, like we, I mean, I remember some days it was like, do we get the bread? Do we get the milk? And I was like, okay, let's get both. And we're just going to use the credit card because like we have a kid, like we have, you know, it just felt so we needed to, you know? And so 
you start, you start using the credit card for this and that. And then it kind of creeps in. And before you know it, you're like buying vacations on the credit card and you're using the credit card for everything. Oh, we need a car or car broke. Well, we never thought that would happen. <laughs> we need to go get a car loan. <laughs> so we had for years been like, okay, what, once Jeremy got like his dream job with the, with the airlines, he, um, we kept saying, okay, like, let's kind of like live a little bit this first year. And then we're really going to buckle down. And we're gonna uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Now, now that's oh, where I fell off the wagon. Yeah. Right? But, yeah. And then got back on. Yeah. Well, you're like, well, I deserve it. We, we work we so hard sacrificed and work so yeah. hard. Of yes. course, we need to have some fun for a little bit. Yes. Well, then one year turned into two, turned into three. Tra- I mean, <laughs> I was like, we kept saying the phrase around this house was okay. One day when we get out of debt, we kept saying one day when we're out of debt, and finally, it was like, we are never going to do this. I mean, I, I was like, it was frustrating and embarrassing. I'm like, why are we still, why are we at this point in our lives? And we still have all this debt. We were $80,000 in debt. Okay. Not including mortgage or anything. Right. It was flight school car. I'm getting very, uh, very open book right now. I, I, you know I, what? Tell, I tell our story all the time, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah. And it's helpful. You're helping, yeah. you're helping someone. So yes. well, we were $80,000 in debt between flight school, credit cards, two car loans, everything. Uh, and these aren't even great cars. I'm like, gosh, that's a lot of debt for not even awesome cars. And they're just <laughs> kind of like, you know, <laughs> used cars. <laughs> anyway um yeah at least like let me have something fun to show for that um but anyway so finally I mean one day I was like and my husband god love him he's so go with the flow he is just like whatever you want to do I could be like we're gonna do whatever tomorrow and he's like okay so I mean he wasn't going to probably take the reins on let's finally buckle down because I've always been in charge of the money too so finally one day I was like look I, I just had some epiphany I was I was done like Dave says you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, sick and tired I was yeah. over <laughs> it so I was I like nope we're drawing a line in the sand I am done we're not going to live like this anymore we have nothing to show for anything that we've done I'm like all the all the like all the work all the stuff we have nothing like, I'm like we have nothing we're in debt no savings nothing so, I mean, that day it was, I mean, I still remember it. It was like lying in the sand. I didn't, I was so overwhelmed with it, even though I love to crunch numbers and stuff. Like, you know, that first like budget that you try to make, I think it took me like four hours because we were so just, it, it, it took forever because we were all over the place. So finally buckled down and did it. And I mean, we got out of debt in eight and a half months and it wow was, that is incredible I mean we it was nose to the grindstone girl I mean for anyone out there listening that thinks that you cannot do it I don't know like what situation people would be in or like how much money they owe but I mean I it, it wasn't pretty I mean there were days that these poor people that commissioned art during that time they have no idea there's probably tears in their painting because I, I <laughs> I was painting so much. Oh! Every time I would go up to my studio, I would just start crying because I, I, okay. I knew I knew that whatever I was getting for that painting wasn't gonna stay with me. You know what? I, and that's right. so, it was like it was work work for the sake of the work. Like it was just it was it was painful. You know? I just yes. But it was good to go through because that feel like I never wanted to feel that again. Like I never wanted to feel that again. Like, right. Just 
Oh my gosh, that was just a hard time. But the momentum, we honestly at first thought it was going to take us two years to get out of debt. And then we were like, we started going on it. And then I was like, you know what? I think we can do this in a year and a half because you know how you get going and the momentum just gets you faster. And then a couple months into it, I was like, I think we can do this in a year. And then it was like, I think we knew this in nine months. And then we paid it off in eight and a half months. And anyway, no looking back. It was fantastic. Like best feeling in the world to, you know, and we did, we posted on Instagram and Dave reposted it and everything. If you go back to like April, uh, I don't remember. I think it was 2000. I'm going to write this down. Yeah. April of 2000. Why do I not remember the year? See, this is how like old memory being in debt is to me. Um, Which is the best. Which is the best. Um, I think it was 2018. It could have been, been 17, but I think it was 18. I just, okay, I wrote it down. So did you, y'all didn't do your debt-free screen? No, and I know we should have, but like it was, we were so busy and trying to find, you know, like a weekend to go to Nashville and do this and that. Yeah. And like he was working, I was working, kids sports and. I understand. Like do it, but I told my kids, I was like, look, when we get the house paid off, we'll go do it. And so they're like, okay. Cause they still ask me, they're like, are we ever going to go do the screen? I'm like, and that kind of keeps me motivated on getting the house paid off. So. Right. Right. Hey, people, people laugh at us all the time because we drive cars. I'm so Dave Ramsey. Uh-huh. Literally we drive cars until they fall apart. I have a 10 year old suburban out there. And uh, I think it's a 13 or 15 year old farm truck in the driveway. You know what? But like, look, that's the, yeah. That's how you that's, do it. That's how you do it. Yes. Uh, my Sequoia is going to be 10 years old next year. It has, you're going to die when I tell you how many miles is on that thing. I mean, people literally, I, I think I have friends that think like I'm being abused. Um, <laughs> it has 224,000 uh-huh. miles. We take that thing everywhere, but I mean, it's a Toyota. It's just like not going to die. I guess, you know, when it blows up, I'll get a new car, but yeah, yeah, that's our rule. That's when it plan. when it dies, then we'll get something new. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get back to your artwork because your artwork is, I believe, I heard that not Home Goods, but uh, let me think. Kirkland's does Kirkland's reproduce yes. your prints yes. and Hobby Lobby and Hobby Lobby? Yes. Yes. Tell me, I I mean, I'm just blown away by this. So tell me how you felt, because I can't imagine if I got a phone call and they said, we love your artwork. We want it in our store. We're going to reproduce this. It's going to be in thousands of people's homes. I mean, I cannot imagine. I know. Well, it's funny. I, okay. This is like just another one of those things that just kind of, happened I mean it didn't just happen God ordained but I did not seek that out so I was I guess just using hashtags what happened was there's so there's like a third um what do you call it like a what do you call it I'm like having it's like a third party third party kind of like a middleman that will find artists and represent them to these different stores okay And so that's basically what happened. So they found me on Instagram just through hashtags, which is crazy. Thank goodness. I guess I was using the hashtags and they reached out to me and I I got an email one day and I was like, wait, is this like, seriously? Wait, what? I was like, I don't think that's 
right <laughs> like I don't think I don't know and so you know emailed them back and they were like submit some things and we'll you know take it to a meeting and um I was like okay um what have I got to lose here so yeah the first thing that they ever signed was with uh Kirkland's and it was it was just this little bitty um I think it was the cotton field so it was it, it cracked me up too because the original I think was probably three feet by three feet and they made it this itty bitty um little six by six or something and mm-hmm. I guess just to kind of see what happened it was part of Kirkland's um curated American artist thing that they were doing at the time I don't know if they're still doing that or not but uh but anyway so that went out and I was just like oh my gosh I'm like in a in a you know store and then people that followed me on Instagram in different states would be like oh look what I picked up today at Kirkland's in my state you know and I was like oh my gosh this is wild and then they just started signing more and more I've sold more now at Hobby Lobby than Kirkland's I've got a couple of pieces in Kirkland's right now Uh, but Hobby Lobby I don't know if you've seen like the mountain scene have you you sign or is your name on these yeah they well this is hilarious I think that I feel like there's one painting out there that I like forgot to sign (laughs) And it could be the one that Hobby Lobby's ordered a million times. I don't remember. I think I think my signature is on that. I okay. Don't I I'm going to go find it. But it's like this mountain. It's like they have, it has done incredibly well. Like I, they keep reordering it, keep reordering it. People keep buying. I've seen it. I saw, I was watching TikTok one day and I saw the painting hanging on the wall in the background of somebody's TikTok. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's mine. This is wild. I'm on TikTok. So, I mean, isn't that crazy? So yes. uh, it's just been, it's been great. And so, yeah, something I couldn't have guessed that would eventually happen, but um, I'm super grateful for it. And um, hopefully they'll keep, keep ordering different things. That is crazy. Good. Okay. So how many, I saw that you are in a boutique or designer's shop at the beach. You're everywhere. Let's talk about Uh, where, so is the beach recent for you or have you? um, The beach, I'm see again, my memory. I'm like, when did I start? So I I feel (laughs) like it's been a few years now. I feel like 2020 just never happened as everyone does. So I can't, I kind of just like mark that off the calendar. Um, But I think I've been there for at least, at least two years, maybe two, three but um, yeah, it's Bow Interiors on 30A. They are just the most gorgeous. If, if any of y'all have ever been there, it is just like the most peaceful, uh-huh. like best store. So I'm very honored to sell there. I just think that that's just like the fact that they want my art on their walls is just such an honor. So yeah, it's really fun. Well, it, it's perfect. Your artwork is, that's the perfect place for it. Well, okay, so Nashville, I've seen Nashville. So Nashville, um, Kay McCarthy is the name of the store there. And it, it's funny, it's it's actually a women's high-end clothing boutique, which seems like, okay, but it's funny. Like, I guess, you know, women are in there looking for outfits yes. and this is something they like and but I, Kathleen is so sweet. She, I met her several years back again. I don't remember how many, um, but I met her at Mary Marketplace. Did you ever go to Mary Marketplace? 
No, I just moved here a few years ago. Oh. So I'm not from this area. I did not know about you. Okay. I, I am a Mississippi girl, Katie. Oh, I'm a Mississippi smart. Delta girl. Oh, how fun. Okay, we'll yeah. have to talk about that later. Um, That's really cool. I did not know that. Um, So Kathleen, it's just this cute little holiday market and they had it one year. She had, she started in a fashion truck. So she's had like, I'd heard about her because all these articles, you know, this new idea of this fashion truck she would like come and you know have a girls party park the truck at your house and like you could have cocktails and shop all this gorgeous you know these gorgeous clothes and so Kathleen was she was looking around booths when she had a break and she was like oh my gosh I love your art so we were like hey I love your clothes let's like trade some stuff here so that's how we um became friends and so now I sell in her she's obviously got a storefront now in Nashville in the Green Hills area and it's just super beautiful and so I sell there and um it's just great so well so how many states are you in now other than Kirkland's and Hobby Lobby um like where I sell originals yes um just three well no sorry three stores just two so I'm just Florida and Tennessee right now however I think I'm about to start selling in Georgia outside of Atlanta. So that's okay. fun. So I'll announce that later. But um, yeah, so. Just, well, uh, yeah, but that's three nice shops that you're in. I mean, that's so impressive. Yeah. And of course, the yeah, the place in Carville. So um, the Truffle Pig for yes. you local people in there. They have a great little shop and um, grateful to be there too. So. So if you could do anything with your artwork, I'm so curious because when I think about, when I think about if I could really do anything and I don't know if this has anything, my background is communications. I am a PR consultant, private consultant, but I tell my husband all the time, if I had his skill and I could go to oral surgery school, if I could do anything I would go and be part of the smile train team and correct cleft palates. Like if I could do anything, that would be my dream, which it's not going to happen. I'm never going to be an oral surgeon, Right. <laughs> but, but I'm, you know, I would use my communication skills right, right. for that. And clearly God does not have that in store for me. And God has positioned me here but if you could do anything with your artwork, what would it be? I'm so curious. Like, what would, what's your big vision, your big goal with this? Have you thought about it? Well, it's funny being a three, I'm such a, you know, like I want to do everything. Like I want to get out there and I've got all these goals, but I don't, it's funny. I don't think too far in the future though. I think I like right. just taught me not to do that. Like, I just kind of really try to think like, what is going on right now and what I can do but uh of course I would love to you know have more in stores and that sort of thing um reproductions that's always been a thing that I've wanted to do um sorry if that just moved um I'm resituating myself you're fine <laughs> uh you know so something that I guess would tie both worlds together that I actually started to work on in late 2019 but it got derailed is consulting with young aspiring artists. So that has been something that has actually been on my heart for a long time that I would like to get back into. Um, like I said, I kind of started to do that a little bit. 
and then it got derailed, but, um, yeah. And not even, you know, I try to turn everything into a business because that's just the way my mind is. <laughs> I understand. But not even as a business thing, like almost just to the point where I would love to do that on the side, like go have coffee with people who are wanting to know, like, how do you get started in art? How do you do this? How do you do that? Like the finance part of it, because that's not something they teach you in art school. Like, yeah, okay. You've got talent. What do you do now? So it's been something that, um, I'm a little, I know I've tried to start it up, but like, I'm a little reluctant to get back into it just because I don't know if this makes sense, but I almost don't want it to be like, which is so counterintuitive for me. I don't want it to really be a business thing. Uh I just kind of want to go have coffee with people or go, you know what I mean? Like, like we're buddies hanging out and I'm giving you advice. So I kind of don't know how to, who wants to call me and go have coffee? <laughs> I do, Katie, I do. <laughs> so yeah. Put me of, on your list. I can't yeah, paint, but I would love to be there. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I just, I just, you know, I don't know. I feel like because I do have both sides of the brain, I guess, going, I feel like I just, I, I don't know. I, I just kind of want to help people. And, I, and I've had organic, you know, like a friend call me up like, hey, like I need advice on how to do this or how do I get started with this business I'm doing or what would you do next? So I don't know. I'd like to tap into that. And I know it's not like really painting related, but um, something I've talked about for a long time. So yeah. yeah, I think you should do. I mean, wow. How fortunate would someone be to have you mentor them? You would basically be mentoring. Yeah, I think it would be a lot of fun. I say that now, but then like when it comes to like making up. (laughs) I know if 300 people DM you after this. Oh, I don't really want to anymore. Sorry, thanks. (laughs) I'm just Children is an excuse. Yeah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You have three children, right? I have four. I have four. Four. My daughter is the oldest and then I've got three boys. Okay, so what are the ages? They are 16, 13, 11, and nine. So, but it's crazy. Oh, you know what? I need to plug. Somehow my computer's not plugged in. Can I disappear for a second? Sure, sure. The cord looks like it's plugged in, but it's not. Hang on. Okay. That would have been cute goodness uh thought it was plugged in it was not okay um but yeah did you know that we have four children have I did you know oh no okay listen to these age this age range this will make you feel better this is the same husband okay 24 down to nine wow 24 down to nine so it's 24 20 12 and nine was the schooling in between or something or did he or was there like you know like he was no okay no yeah but now I will say this we are an adoption family okay okay got it yeah so yes so yeah but it's uh it's really different when you have that kind of age group different isn't it oh gosh yes well it's funny my daughter so she's only 16, but it's crazy. We started her in kindergarten really early. Her day, her birthday was the day before the cutoff. And at the time, I mean, she, if you met her, like she's, everyone has always told her her whole life that she seems older than she is. She's okay. always acted more mature, I guess, than 
people her age. I don't know. I mean, we've heard that from the time she was like four. So we started her really early, but now she's 16. She's going to be a senior. So she's going to be a senior starting here in a couple of weeks and she's Aww. 17 until September. So she's going to go to college when she's 17, which, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm a little panicked about it now, but we have a senior in high school and an eighth grader is the next one. So people are always like, Oh, there's something gap. I'm like, it's really not as bad as it sounds. It was just three years, but you know, it's a little bit of a gap. Well, if I has- we couldn't afford more kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I always laugh and you know, if people assume that it's a second marriage or, you know, a, a different marriage. I just, right. I love to say that I'm the trophy wife. So okay. just, <laughs> And that's what I told my husband. I said, if anybody asks, make sure that I, they know that I have trophy wife status at least. Cool. You need a hat. You need that like on your hat, trophy wife. <laughs> yes, yes. That's awesome. This has been so much fun, Katie. Oh, it has. Well, I, you know, I didn't even get, I don't know if you're, I feel like I need to mention the other big thing. Yes. That, uh, if I have time. Yeah, we have plenty of time. Um. So you know, I've mentioned that like everything got derailed in late 2019, which is when it's, I'll, let me preface this with that whole year of 2019. I didn't know why, but like God was telling me like, I needed to rest. And like the whole year, it was like, it just kept coming up. I need to rest. I need to rest. And, um, and I was like, okay, like what is going on? And so I upped my prices. I was like, okay, one way I can rent. Cause I mean, I was every Christmas, every holiday season from October to December, I am just swamped with custom orders. Okay. Like I'm talking every day I go in my studio, lock the door and paint for hours and hours. And ah. so I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this this year. And I don't know why, but I'm not going to do it. And so, um, I, up my prices, I was like, well, that's a good way to get people to kind of fall <laughs> off, you know, I'm just going to up my prices and see what happens. So I did keep getting some orders and things, but, um, they did trail off a lot. And then October of that year, which is when things start picking up, I found out that I had medullary thyroid cancer. So I was like, oh, all right, there it is. So Ooh, talk about taking the wind out of your sail. That, yeah. that will do it. Yeah. So in, in medullary is just, it's a little more rare than like the other types of thyroid cancer. So that was scary. And then just not knowing there was a period of time there where you don't, you find out you have cancer, but then you don't know if it's spread anywhere. And that is kind of the worst time. <laughs> it's like really yeah. can get really, really dark. But um, everything was fine. I had surgery in November and, um, but my gosh, looking back, I'm like, I couldn't have physically, mentally or physically done the work that I've done in the past if I had not slowed down and, you know, listened to those cues. So I'm really thankful. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm sitting, sitting here looking at you and you look so beautiful and you're the epitome of great health. And I had forgotten about that. Uh, Yeah. You know, I kind of forget about it sometimes too, which is great, but um, yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, now I'm like, it was a little blip on, you know, the thing. And um, I I mean, just people that, you know, everyone is close to someone who's been through cancer, people that actually, you know, I didn't have to do chemo or anything. It was totally contained. It had not spread anywhere. We caught it very early by a fluke, which again, not a fluke. It was totally God, but, um, yeah. So I just have such a, um, deep 
admiration for people who have to go through crazy uh, treatment. I mean, it is just awful. So I, I just, um, I'm super grateful that it was um, a simple surgery. I am thyroid free now and um, I almost <laughs> forget about it. I feel like my scars faded so much that I don't even really notice that anymore. So um, yeah. Well, it's, you know, I always say that when God wants you to slow down, Uh, he will slow you down. He will find a way. And with my second pregnancy, I was on bed rest early on for the entire pregnancy. I mean, literally I could get up and take a shower every other day. Wow. And during that time, Katie, I mean, I can't tell you all the things that God showed me, but there were so many lessons in that. And it got to the point to where friends from church, when they would bring a meal, I would sit in my bed and cry because it was so humbling because I am such a, I can, that, that was when God showed me, you know what, you think you're in control, but sister, you're not because I'm getting ready to show you that you, you can't do everything on your own. That is so true. And I'm, I'm like that. I do not ask for help. I don't ask for, I I can do it by myself. You know, I'm, I'm, I got this, you know, and that you're right. It's so humbling when you just have to sit and be and let people come around you and take care of you. Yes. And it really taught me a lot about serving others. Mm-hmm. It taught me so, I mean, I just, there were so many lessons in that, that I needed. Right. I right. really needed. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you needed any lessons, but no, I <laughs> when I got through that, Katie, I just, that's when I started praying, Lord, please don't show me any more lessons. I don't want a lesson. No, I'm <laughs> like, can we not do that again? <laughs> it was a hard lesson. And of course, I mean, that was 20 years ago. So I've had some good lessons since then, but, but I'm so thankful that you're well and healthy and you're through that. And you have, I mean, you have so many great things ahead of you. Thank you. Well, I'm very grateful and grateful for the lessons and grateful for the experience. And it's definitely shaped me into a different person. And I'm grateful for that. You know what I'm grateful for? That I live so close to you (laughs) and that I get to see you more. I know, I know. Now I won't avoid conversations with you or with other people about you now that we've talked. Right, yes. And so I'm, I'm looking forward. We have to get together. I know we need to do coffee. Yes. Great. And I I need a mentor. So that would be great. (laughs) You don't need me as a mentor, but it would be so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love you, Katie. You're awesome. Thank you so much. This has been great. Thank Thank you for for coming on. Thank you. Loved it. Hey, BFFs. I'm Amanda Bass with Got It in the Bag. Some of you may be familiar with our luxury handbag service, but if not, I would love to invite you to go to our website, www.gotitinthebag.com, or you can join us on social media. For Instagram, it's got period, it period, in period, the period bag. And that way you can get all of our links that are linked in the bio. I'm looking forward to connecting with you and helping you choose your next amazing luxury item.